thank you for having us, Jess. It's great to be back here and learning. And we're going to learn it this morning for the Rufu Shlema of Nachman Yerachmiel ben Golda, as well as the Atzlacha for Bela Gittel Bapesi Elka, and the Rufu Shlema of Avram David ben Chana. Okay, everyone should feel good. So this, this is a Torah that's going to make us feel good. I have no suffix. One of the things that people like to discuss post Zot Chanukah is how do you, you know, what do you do post Chanukah? It's the post Chanukah, post Chanukah blues, right? The PCBs, I guess we'll call it. Like, like it was like, there's so much light. And now, you're go- now we're going into where the nights are still very, very long and it seems very, very dark. Although I, Bamet, personally, really like, I like this, I don't know. I like this much more than whatever. Like this morning on the radio, it was such a weird thing. The, the announcer said, um, the broadcaster said, Okay, I want to go again on the first day, and I want to wish everyone a I'm thinking, can't you just say, and he says, Shabbat Shalom. So I was like, yeah, Baruch Hashem, Nekudot Tovot, you know, Kav Zchut, it's all good. And then he says, Why? Why? Like, why? <laughs> no, he went in the house. <laughs> I hope, that's what he meant, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or in the heart. Varm, varmkeit. This teaching, this teaching from Rabbi Nachman and with the parish of Rabbi Levi Yitzchak on it is a varm, varmkeit. Varmkeit is a Yiddish phrase for having a Hamish heart, like a warm, warmth, a warm, you're a warm person. So this is a teaching based on a, sto- based on a dream, actually, Rabbi Nachman, a dream. It's an amazing thing that's going to address pachad. It's going to address the concept of fear. Mm. Pachad. Chalam lo. Tav kuf samech tet. That would be... Tav kuf samech tet would be the last year of his life. That would be 1809. Tav kuf samech tet. Nachon? Tav kuf samech tet. Shoshana, you're good with these dates, no? Kind of. Tav Kuf Samechtet, 1809. I believe, because if Tav Shin Samechtet... No one's going to die. No, no, no. 569. Well, that, yeah, that, yeah. And right now we're 50... Right. That's, <laughs> okay. I believe it's 18... No, that makes sense, because we're now in 5782, so it's... Yeah. Okay, Chalamlo. Chalamlo. You had a dream. Chalamlo. שיהיה קיבוץ אחד של יהודים עם מנהיג אחד שהיה גדול מאוד בעולם. There will be one big gathering of, one, of group of Yidin that have a מנהיג, and this מנהיג will be very big in the world. וגזרו גזירה להרוג את כל היהודים, there was a decree to kill all the Jewish people. והמנהיג נפל על עצה שצריכים לשנות עצמו לערל. And the leader, as a result of the decree, came to the conclusion that you have to become Arel. You know what Arel is? But, it, but what it really means is to act like a, to act like a not nishta yid, like, like a non-Jew. Like non he went and he go and he, 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 he called out an Oman. Here it, it probably means a barber. This barber comes, shaves off his beard, shaves off this guy's pants. But what ended up happening afterwards, that which he thought was a decree, really wasn't. It was a miscommunication or it didn't end up happening or whatever it was. But in the meantime, what did he do? 
<laughs> what did this person do in the meantime when they thought that this decree is actually something real? They changed them. They changed a big part of themselves. They changed their physical being. Yeah, but you know, you know, usually we look at, we say, oh, you know, it's just chitzonius, there's primius, but really, it, it'll, you know, it says a lot about a person when they go through a, a, a sudden piece of fear in their life and they immediately change the way they carry themselves in the, in the world, right? If it's coming from fear, right? Again, this is a dream. This didn't even happen. I'm just, we're just discussing a dream that he had. This leader that now looks completely different, what busha he's walking around with. He couldn't show his face in public. So he had to uproot himself and run away. How do you get out? No one sees you. How do you make sure you could just exit? You must have been filled with shame and embarrassment. That you can't even explain. And he had to go and sit by other people that looked like him until his beard would grow back. This is the dream. Okay? This is the dream that you have to understand. We see this in Lubavitch also. We see this in Chabad. We see this really in any area of, of great chassidut where they're privileged to hear any details on any level of what happened to their rabbeim, they understand if words are given over, if it's a dream that's, in, that's given over, if it's sharing anything, sichat chulin, if it's just a random conversation, but it's documented, that means there's words of Torah in there for you and I to, to dig out. Nachon? Where do we see this in the Torah, by the way? This concept? In the Torah itself. A few, Yosef, for sure. Even before. Two, two, a few weeks ago. Yeah. The, the phrase, Yafa sichatan shel avde avot mitoratan shel banim. Eliezer. So Eliezer giving over. We hear twice a whole story of Eliezer meeting Rivka. One time it's happening live, where the Torah is giving us all these details. Second time it's when he's repeating the story to Lavan and to Betuel, where he's explaining the whole story again. There's so many psukim in the Torah that are describing Kivyachol just a... Yeah, like, you know, this is, they're getting to get... Mom, so I'll say, listen, if the Torah is telling us something, there's infinite amount of Torah to be learned from things that may seem completely mundane. So... So too, if there's a dream that was shared, there's something here. And we're going to try to understand a little bit what this is, but I think we already touched upon it. How many things do we end up doing that fill us with busha that have, are done as a result of being in a state of fear that ended up being not? I one time, Kimat, thought that I was having a heart attack when I thought that a certain email that I was supposed to be a joke between me and my brother, was sent to a community that was going to bring us, and I was, whatever, we have our own, like every siblings, you have your own, you know. And I pressed, and I, I sent, right? I thought that I pressed sent, and I looked, and I couldn't find anywhere. I said, Eitan, you and I, this is going to be in all the newspaper, and it's, I, you know. It's like, you didn't do that. I'm like, no, I did. I did. Ma, are you crazy? And we're freaking, freaking out. 
And I already called friends that know how to hack Gmail's Bemet to, to hack <laughs> to hack the account of the office of the community where we were supposed to be a big thing. And it was just our own way of laughing at how people get too excited. But there's ways to say that. There's actually ways to not say it. You could just not say that and everything's fine also. Did you really send it? So I was sure. I took upon myself, because I thought the busha that's about to happen here to me, my brother, I can't believe this. This is like eight, nine years ago. The busha that we're going to go through, I couldn't believe this. Such pachad, I couldn't sleep. It was like three days that I didn't hear back from them. And then I get this, this email back that says, oh, we're from the office. Like we, we apologize to anyone who sent an email to our network the last week. Uh, our whole thing has been down. Please resend whatever you have to... <laughs> But then I looked back at myself and I said to myself, what a... But, well, I, on the one hand, hashgacha, but on the other hand, like, what, what, what did I do with all that pachad, right? Like, what other decisions did I make during those pachad? Like, I didn't, I didn't shave my beard in payas, but I, you know, the, the equivalent of it is, is a makom Like, what, you know, what space does that actually consume in me? The pachad, right? What does it take from me? I once, I once heard a saying that, I don't know the exact number, but I think whenever you're anxious, you lose about 10 IQ points. That's <laughs> oh boy. Hashem <laughs> 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 Yishmor. <laughs> right. I don't believe that. You know what? <laughs> Acu- it, <laughs> it comes no, back. When you calm down, it comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, wow. <laughs> okay, so now let's, let's try to go inside and try to understand what are we learning from this story. Now this is Rebbe Levi Yitzchak Bender, remember the, the, the leader of the last generation of Bosle Rechassidim in Eretz Yisrael. Like, just on a basic level, the ikr of this thing is nachon, if it was up to you, would you lefached when things like this happened or not? You'd, you'd say for sure. I wouldn't lefached if it was up, for me, up to me. But when I get startled from life, am I in control of my emotions? Especially in the story, if there's a gzera of shmad, if there's a gzera of completely wiping out this whole group of... Am I in charge of my emotions? So that's already a, the, you know, delving into the world of, of psychoanalysis because we're, we're definitely not going there. But how many times, if you go back into your life and go back to moments that brought upon you massive anxiety and fear and pachad, how many times are you able to detect after going back, shebemet lo klum? So if you keep on doing that, that logic, rational place of remembering the moments of anxiety and in fear of pachad that you lived in, a lot of things we're scared to do. And then we do them and we realize it wasn't scary at all. How much of it, like it happens quite often when you go to the dentist or before you go to the dentist, mm-hmm. so, hopefully. Not always, but sometimes it does happen or if you have to, give it, if you have, if you have to get a shot. Pachat, pachat. And then you're like, ah, zel? That's it? Yeah, that's it? That was it? So that, that equivalent of that happens, there's a big Indian of going back. Don't wait till you're in a state of pachat because... When you're in a state of fear to try to do what we just described, is impossible. It's about, hopefully, unless I'm just not reading anyone in here, in a state that's more calm, to be able to 
kind of go back and say, like, let me try to trace the last time that I brought upon myself massive pacha due to what I thought was something that was very bad that was either happening or about to happen. And it turned out that it really didn't happen. It was all, it was all just in my mind. But it could really happen. I mean, you could, you could, have, an emo- you could have fear. It, it, they're not all washed the away. The fear is... The, no, no. The fear is something that, that is produced that's real. You are sensing fear. Fear from oh. is what we're talking about. Understand? I'm not doubting that anyone went through anxiety or have fear. Of course. We're talking about from what? Lo tirami pachad laila. Don't be scared. That's what David Amalek says. Don't be scared from the, from the pachad at night. Why? Because you know the sun will rise. So there's a lot of these things. It's a very important thing. Like, you know, vayi erev, vayi boker. Like, you understand that. You know, the Midrash says a beautiful thing about that, right? Vayi, what's that? There's an Adam Harishon, right? That the first night of creation, he stayed up all night crying and he was terrified until the sun came up. Wow. I never heard that. Mm-hmm. Meaning like Shabbos. His yeah, first night right. is Shabbos. So the, the, that's beautiful. The Midrash says that Vahi erev elu ma'asem shel reshaim Vahi boker elu ma'asem shel tzadikim yom echad So what does that mean? Vahi erev, at night, dark, these are the actions of the wicked. Vahi boker, these are the actions of the righteous, one day. So the way Reb Shlomo taught this Midrash was that the, the, the fear is that when I f- see myself and I I align myself and recognize myself as a Vahi Erev kind of person. But Be'emet, if I remember that the morning's going to come, all it takes to really change is Yom Echad. When I, when I learned this teaching, I actually sent it, at, right then, the song One Day from Matisiao came out, I sent this to him, blew his mind. Because it's the deep one day, right? That's really what it is. It is essentially a, a, a quick switch. It could be a quick switch, which can alleviate the pachad. So, Boketov. Again, Ikar ha-hora'a lemaaseh misipur zeh, hi shelo lefached klal, shrekt nzich nesht, kmo shelabenu amar lemoreinu rebnasan ekev kol ma shover alav, uma shealu layal avor alav, like Reb Nachman told Reb Nassan when he was going through all that was happening to him, and all that was going to happen to him, Hashem imcha. Hashem imcha. Hashem is with you. Al tefached. Don't, be, don't, don't have fear. God is mit dir. God is with you. Shrek zik nisht. Don't be scared. Vehu dibur chashuv venitzrach meod lechol anichnas l'avodat Hashem itbarach verotze lehisha'er sham. This is, I found that to be really beautiful. This is needed. This is very needed to anyone who is entering this world of becoming an Eved Hashem. Becoming an Eved Hashem and that wants to remain an Eved Hashem. Because what takes us away from feeling like we're Avde Hashem? Pachad. Pachad, fear, paralyzes. We, remember we learned this whole discourse from Rav Kook called Ma'amar HaPachad. Right? Remember that? from the book Eder Hayakar, and there Rav Kook speaks about the paralyzing component of fear. And here he's saying that anyone that wants to find themselves, or to be Zoche, to call yourself an Eved Hashem, like when you're saying Halal, and you're saying, Ana Hashem, Kiani Avdecha, 
Ani avdecha ben amatecha. Who am I? Two times you define yourself in that pasuk. One is, I'm your Evid. I'm your Evid, the son of an Evid. Pitachtan Mosera, you opened up things for me. Who are we? Bemet, who are we? We're hopefully Avde Hashem. That's, that's what defines us as, as Yidin, as Jewish people. We're Ovdim. We're Ovdim. Remember the Chiluk and the Tanya between an Evid and an Oved? Remember that Chiluk between an Evid and an Oved? An Evid is a servant. An Oved is a serving person in the moment. This is what I'm doing right now. So here, Rabbi Yitzhak is saying, if you want to become a person that's constantly in the process of serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that defines your day in, day out, and you want to remain that type of person, this simple message from Reb Nachman to Reb Nassim is that Hashem is with you, don't be scared, you need to hold on to that so that you could remain in Eved Hashem. Seems pretty simple. Yeah, I don't know, Like we can go home. But let's just continue, just for the sake of it. Ala ne'emar bazemer Shoshanat Yaakov Right, Shoshanas Yaakov We say that after the Megillah, right? Arura Zeresh Eishes Mafchidi Bukhurst is Zeresh The wife of the Mafchidi what, what does that mean, Mafchidi? The one that scares me Mafchidi, the one that scares me Mafchidi, the one that scares me Haman puts fear Haman, Amalek, they put fear in us there's a klipa called Zeresh. It's not just that she shows up on Purim. There's a klipa called Zeresh. Zeresh, the klipa of Zeresh, brings fear, inserts fear into a person, and makes people into becoming pachdanim. Arura hiya klipa shemafchida et adam. Cursed is the klipa, not that confuses people, not that weakens people, but that scares people, that brings pachad. And Purim, I have enough guts to call it out and say, Arura, it's cursed. Pahamim rabot, monea adam atzmo laasot peulot shel kedusha, machpat pachad. Quite often, we prevent ourselves, we don't allow ourselves to engage in holy acts from one reason. What's the reason? Pachad. What do you think he means by this? Why does pachad prevent me from engaging in holiness? Not going to do it right. Not going to do it holy enough. Not going to do it good enough. Not worthy enough. I'm not worthy enough. It's not going to last. Why start if I'm, a, if, if I'm expected to disappoint myself again? If I look at my track record of things that I've engaged with that I didn't stay consistent with, so why take this on? There's all these things. But all these, all these inyanim instill within us a pachad. Or what's another pachad? This is, this is something I think hopefully we're all hopefully dancing with. What's the pachad? I may become what I'm engaging with. What a pachad. I actually may become Kaddosh. I may become what I'm about to do. No. That's a zeresh. You sure you're up for that? You want that? You, Bemet? Wow. 
then all these voices come in. But this Indian of having a pachad, having a pachad to become what I learn, there's one person, this is an amazing thing. I'm going to try to be, you don't necessarily know who I'm talking about, I'm going to try to, I'm going to change a few details so that no one really figures out what I'm saying, but there's a person, that, a, a male, that refuses to come to any shear the Chabura does. He's dying to. So a few weeks ago I said to him, I don't understand. I know how badly you want to come and learn with us. Like, Akol Besedo, it's like, there's not even enough room in the office anymore. It's not like we're trying to get, I need more, we need more people. It's packed, but I'm talking about you. I know you really want this. He says, are you kidding me? I have such a pachad that I'm going to start living the stuff that you guys are talking about in there. I said, why? He's like, because how, how's that going to fit in my home? How's that going to fit with everything else in my life? Do you know that there was a, there was a Rav Cook used to have these amazing conversations with the people that were very, you know, famous in his time in the world of literature, like the Sofrim, the Safrut. I don't remember which one it was. Maybe it was Eliezer ben Yehuda, who growing up, I thought, like, before I, when the, it, was, it was still a little bit Tamim, I, whenever I th- thought about Eliezer ben Yehuda, I thought about this Yidla with the long beard and pears and... You know, you know who Eliezer ben Yehuda was? Like, he wrote the more or less, he put together he- modern Hebrew for us. So he had a relationship with Rav Cook, and I think that he would always try to avoid taking walks with Rav Cook. And they asked him once, I don't understand, you guys love each other so much. He's like, yeah, but I know one walk with him, I can. <laughs> there was another, there's another famous director in Tel Aviv, I think he's still alive, director of film. His name is Shmuel Vilozhny. Have you heard of him? Shmuel Vilozhny is very big in the, in the art scene, in the bohemic scene in Tel Aviv. Many years, probably 40 <laughs> years, he's already very big in there. He used to go to Reb Shlomo concerts and run out the second that the song ended and came back when the song started. And they asked him, like, why do you, why do you run in and run out? He says, there's no way that I'm going to stay to hear what he's saying in between the songs, because then I won't be able to go home. Pachat. There's a pachat. At least peace of people can call it out. Fear yeah. of change. Huh? Fear of change. Fear of becoming what you what you really want to become. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What if there's a soul fear? A what? A soul fear, like a neshama fear. Like what if your neshama <coughs> is like in that moment and like it knows like if you if you stay too long, it's not gonna know how to handle the discrepancies of everything that's That's still it's it's a it's a fear I mean it's it may be more a, a sincere fear, but it's still a fear. Soul. Yeah, yeah. Your shama is in it and just wants to stay in that place. So the fear is that it won't be able to stay where it really wants. Right. Well, I think it kind of relates to what we said before about the fear of like not staying. Like, why am I setting up myself for something that I'm not going to be consistent with? The soul I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> I thought you meant to me. I thought you were talking to me right now. Don't even. You're saying no, no, like. No. Right, right. No, no. I know what you're saying. I know what you mean. And I know. Yeah, yeah. So again, Pamim Rabot, top of the page. Pamim Rabot, Monah Adam Atzmol Asot Pulot Shil Gdusha, Mahmat Pachad. Veke Bapachad Azeh, Mafsid Arbe. But you know what? Yeah. You didn't do it because there's a legitimate fear, but you know how much you lost from that fear? I know a person that doesn't make Aliyah because they have a fear that they're going to stop to long to want to be in Eretz Yisrael 
once they get to Eretz Yisrael. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing like a person that says, I, know, I can't get married. Why? Because then I'm not going to long to want to get married. At a certain point, you have to realize, like, graduate with your longing. Elevate your longing. Mm-hmm. Elevate it. But he's saying again, quite often, this pachad is from things that don't really exist. What's that? What's that? Like mitocho? No, tachim. It's like um, it's like um, conspiring. Ah, uh, yeah. From its okay, it's like it's yeah. evil. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's from the baldava, from yeah, the other schemes, side. Exactly, schemes would probably be the exact. Yes, adam pachad. The other side sees you're about to engage in holiness. How could I really prevent you from doing it? I'm going to put in something that's really helpful. Pachad, and that'll make sure you don't engage in what you are about to engage in. But what ends up happening is that that has a ripple effect, and there's so many other areas in life that you could have benefited from so much if you would have engaged in this one act of Kedusha. Nachon, but I don't think that we're talking here about pardes, meaning that's true on the extreme level. It could be a person that's talking about keeping Shabbos, putting on tzitzit. You know, even though those are big things. Yeah. Maybe it just wasn't ready. For, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm This is what we're, well, we're here just to hear me tra- to tell you Torahs. No, we're here to learn. This is very important what you're saying. Yeah, you, say, say it again if you don't mind. I'm saying that the question, because there is cases where a person goes into something holy or or becomes chazel b'tshuva or whatever, and because he wasn't ready, so he becomes chazel b'tshuva after, or like in the story, you know the story of El So one became like completely, so the question is, sometimes you just don't go into something that you're supposed to go into because you're, you have fear. But when do you, how do you know to distinguish between if you're just not ready and you shouldn't go in, or if it's because, okay, I'm scared, it's fine, let's just jump over. That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on how you go in, right? There's all these, learning about Elisha ben Abuya who right. went in with the like a different intention than everybody well, right. the Shem Imcha right. is the answer Sorry? the Shem Imcha that's the answer right you have to go in with that which is hard, hard when you're if it's hard if you're not in like the Persia yet it's it's what about like Kaylee like having the vessels to be able to like to be equipped to do it 
I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody. How does? I've I've never met someone that that uh, got married because they were ready to get married. <laughs> right. Anyone that says that, you laugh at them. I think I'm ready to become a father now. That's <laughs> lecha. Meaning, like even your your fear with the email, that was a legitimate fear. Meaning, you just had a nace happen. Mm-hmm. So, meaning, it wasn't a fake. This wasn't a dream fear. You actually pressed sent, and it didn't make it through. Right. And so it, that's a real, almost, you know. So that's what do you do once that happens? So that happens, and you're right. It shouldn't you, you, you need to respond? But if Hashem is with me, or I mean, you got the nace. <laughs> but I have to believe that Hashem is with me, it, even if it yeah, went through. I'm, that's right, I'm going to grow from it. Yeah. Right, whatever. right, that's right. right. Nachon. It doesn't mean it's not a real that actually happened. You know, someone told me once, it's like, everyone thinks that, you know, fear is something that, if you have fear, it means you shouldn't do anything. And I don't know where that concept came from. Like, you can't, you have to be fearless, and then you do things. Like, be all you can be, and... Join the army and there's no fear. It's not like maybe I think maybe in Israel it's much more of a it's a much more of an apparent thing because we're basically a military nation and we've kind of gone from war to war from pigua to pigua to figure out how to not be fearful and continue to litzmach. But when the with, regarding the real big things in life, if someone gets married and there's not a pachad there, it's a little bit crazy. It's crazy. If someone tries to build a shul and they're not petrified, they're meshuga. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> but, but that's not her question. Your question is, how do you differentiate between a pachad that is normal, healthy, and it's actually even good? As opposed to like, Rega, Hamten, you're not, you're not there yet. Yeah. I think it's also a question of how deep your emunah is when you see when you're okay, in thank you so the much. habit of seeing that what's bad in in the end comes out good, and you are grateful every day, and you keep trying to see the hashkafatid. It becomes a habit. So when something fearful comes to you, it says, "Well, right now I feel fear, but I have so much emunah bitachon and Hashem that I know I might not today, but maybe tomorrow it'll be something good." So it lowers. The, the, all, but we have to realize that we're human and that compassionate ourselves and to accept that it's okay to feel fearful sometimes because it, there's also love of Hashem and love Hashem. Nahum, but, is, but could there ever be a situation that I do what you said and the simanim are so clear to me that are saying to me this pacha that you're feeling is a clear uh, indicator that you have to, you're not there yet. Could that be? You don't put your hand in the fire for fear. I mean, we're not talking about fire. No, no. We're talking about. But see, that's the thing is that I could. I can't imagine ever, ever, telling someone you're not ready to engage in mitzvahs. You're not ready to engage in Talmud Torah. Maybe yeah, you're not you ready. Take it all on. Yeah, you can't. That yeah. That yeah. Nachon. Nachon. To do a proper, not just kavana, but also support system. At the right pace. At the right pace, I think that's important that you have to really. An expectation. That your expectation yourself not to go. What you're saying, you're going to jump from here to here, and then you're going to fall. So, the process of a balshuva is to have compassion with themselves. Okay,
and not because you see ballet chupa who fall quickly after because they want to take the whole bag. We don't really know why that happened because it's too. What do you mean? We don't know that things like that that happen are because he wasn't ready. Like, like who are we to say what happened? And that. Maybe the answer is right. It says um, Maybe there's a difference between something that like comes suddenly like anxiety and and then you're like should I do it? And then it's just that's maybe something you just need to get through. Like jump over, rather than something that constant fear that that's saying to you like this constant voice. Wait, wait. Maybe you're going too fast. Maybe that. I think that I think that um to go back to really what Lori said before, without davening over it, like everything we've learned here is like and 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 sikui, to be close to having any sense of realness with our emotions, especially these kinds, unless this is this is part of our dibul on a daily basis, getting to know ourselves. And sikui, there's no chance that we could actually know the answer to your question. Because no doesn't matter what anyone tells you. You are feeling what you're feeling. You go to sleep at night with the pachad. The person can analyze you, but they're not going to sleep with your pachad. You are. You're not, they're not waking up with it. You are. But how do I get to know what's really lying beneath it, behind it? It's not meditating in silence in the Himalaya mountains. It's speaking about it and davening over it so that it extracts. It actually, like you're pulling out. It's like, you, mamash, you're pulling it out of, what's, of what's re, what is it really all about. And you need such a siyad dishmaya, yeah. I think when, when fear does arise, I think it's a sign that it's something you're meant to delve into. And when, like, when fear doesn't rise? Or when it does rise? It does appear. It's something you should delve into and like dissect. Not to say that you should, not to say that you should jump into it and, um, like if an opportunity arises, you should question, if, and a fear arises when this opportunity arises, then kind of dissect it and be like, where is this fear coming from? What's it all about? And question it. Mm-hmm. Like, be curious about it. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like with time, you can kind of get to the source of where is the fear coming from, right? Is it insecurity? Is it doubt? Is it, like, what's the source of it? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I feel like once you have that, then... Then you may come to an answer. You actually may come to an answer that tells you I see what it is, and it's a fear of taking on too much right now, and I actually am going to chill. I think it often is the opposite. I mean, I don't know who I am to say that. <laughs> no, 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 you're right. It often is the opposite. We're talking about sometimes, though. Yes. I, I think, Shira, that's what you're bringing up. Like, sometimes it is what you're saying. Usually it's not. Mm-hmm. Usually it's exactly what Adina explained it, when it's, when it's looked at like that. But it's also okay if sometimes it is the other way. I'm just imagining like this person uh, standing in just before they're like when diving to bungee jump. <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting there. Hmm, where is this fear coming from? You know, I, I <laughs> taught... Sometimes it's intuition. That's what it is. Like mothers have intuition yeah. about yeah. their kids. Yeah. And, you know, this is just not... Listen, I quote him so often because I listen to him so much. But um, recently, Evyatar Ban, I went... Uh, uh, skydiving with his daughter. He really didn't want to do it, and his daughter really wanted to do it. I don't know how old she is, 15, or so, I don't know. I have no idea actually how old she is. I don't know, did she mention her daughter when she was here? How old she, whatever. 
So he goes up, he's freaking out. He goes up there in the, you know, the little uh, plane, right? And then there's a sign. It's a sticker right before you jump. And the sticker is a quote of his song. <laughs> and this quote is, Al tefached mehapachad. Do you hear how deep this is? He has a song called Matanot. He said he has a song called Matanot. He reassured himself, and, and what he said when he when he saw that, he, he right. It's like how in the world if this gets out, <laughs> if this gets out that I'm like you know standing next to my lyrics, right? He probably regretted that moment he wrote that song like you know till day till day like. But you know where you know where else we see this. You know we see this in the Torah, where someone gets freaked out because they see that they're scared. So Yaakov Avinu, that fateful night, Vayar Vayetzerlo, or Vayira, maybe Vayira, there. But Yaakov Avinu says, Oh my God, I'm so scared. Why, you're scared of Esav? No, I'm scared that I actually have Pachad inside of me. That's the Lashon there of the Psukim. Mm. This is a very, I have, a, a safer, I have a book called Jacob. It was written by, by huh? Yeah, you have it. You have it. Yeah. I've mentioned him before, Rabbi Levi Meir Zechitzalik Livracha from Los Angeles. And uh, he was the chaplain in Cedar Sinai, where I, was, where I had the privilege of working beneath him. And he put a few books out Jacob, Moses, Ruth, like beautiful, beautiful swarm. And he goes into a whole uh, you know, psychological analysis of a person that's able to detect what they're fearful of. They're already in a whole different category of life. Quite often, though, you could realize, Ani mefached me'apachad. I'm just freaked out that I actually have fear in me. Whatever, this is already this is already digging really deep into, into things, but this is a very special way of understanding like if Hashem is with you, you could actually realize you're just scared of fear. You're not really scared of anything. From something in reality. There's nothing in front of you. This is not, this is not an evil king in front of you. It's your brother Yosef. Like, that's the revelation of Vayigash. Be'emet, there's no pachad here. To tie it into last night's shir, Yehuda, by doing this, he spoted us. Vayigash Elav, Yehuda, speaking out his whole life story, he was able to realize he's not really scared of what's in front of him. Because Hashem itcha, Hashem is with him. And the moment that he does that, what is he, kivyachol, forced to bring out to the world? A revelation of what you thought in front of you was the greatest fearful thing in the world is your brother. Talk about removal of fear, removal of pachad. That's, that's a little bit of, an, uh, of the way we were learning the Meshilach last night. Okay, let, let, let's continue. Kasher, second paragraph. Kasher adam Ah, this is, this is already normal. This is already healthy. We're talking about healthy growth, healthy talk, healthy delving into the next level. This is very hard for many people. But he's saying here an indicator to understand how the pachad, if it's real or not, would, is always if you have a seder. What's your day like? I don't know. We'll see what happens today. You're more, you're more likely to experience moments of anxiety and fear that really don't have anything inside of them. Mm-hmm. But, but a Seder is so boring. Nah, it's, 
less thrilling and exciting than never knowing what you're doing. That's true. But anyone that's tasted both worlds knows for sure that the, not having a Seder in your life is a petach for just bad. Hmm. Mamash. It's a petach for... Okay. Huh? Okay. 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 As much as it is, we have this... We, ah, it's, uh, no one's standing on top. There's no professor telling me what to do. There's no rough thing what to do. There's no, mapito. End of Alcazar. Imagine every night before you go to sleep, you say to your husband, uh, or he says to you, like, how are we going to, you know, with the kids in the morning? Well, whatever, we'll figure it, you know. Maybe it works for a day or two, you know, but there has to be some kind of a manganon set in place in order to have some kind of a healthy seder. That works for vacation, What's that? That works for vacation. Even the beginning. Mama, it's true. It's true. Just the beginning of vacation. It's the first day or two. But but Bemet, as much as our neshamas want to be free, we want, you know, we want to be free, we want to be free within a context of a seder. A freeing seder. Masho Shema, you know, that, that, that directs me. So I think this is actually very helpful to be an indicator as to if the pachad is something that tells me, okay, maybe you should chill out, or mapitom, and marafached, you could really detect it more if, if you have a seder in your life. I think life throws you into circumstances that oh, often, I just came from a situation where I didn't have say, a lot of seder. Mm-hmm. You know, I think life puts you in those situations and you don't have that, you don't have that, sense to go back, you know, I mean, eventually, Nahon. maybe, eventually, but it adds to the fear. Nahon. It, it it does. Mm-hmm. Again, kasher adam kovea alatmo sidre avoda be'avodat Hashem idbarach imu rotse shiyelem kiyum. If you want your seder to have a kiyum, if you actually want something to be born out of your seder of, that you've set for yourself in life, hu tzarich t'chila lehitazer, you have to Basically, uh, that means to uh, gird yourself. Like the first, he's saying the basic thing is like life is crazy. Life seems to be sugar. We know this. But I'm going to engage in a world of the unknown on a daily basis with pachads all around me. But I start my day, I say, Mapiton, Binishmati. I walk into shul, the way Chazal set up our mornings for us, if I did it with a bit more of awareness and, and breathing in the words a bit longer, sitting with it consciously just for a minute longer than I usually am, all the way, these things that Chazal designed for us to begin our days is basically in order to to gird ourselves. To, to, it's an armor. It's an armor from the pacha that may come from the outside. Hashem is with me. Rabbeinu atzmo amar pam, Shimaya lo ben yachid, Aya meshalcho yechidi balayla, Lesade litbodedut, Vesicha beno leven kono, Velo ya mefached mishum davar. Hu amar zot lekol adam, Sheeno lefached klal mishum davar. It seems like, even though we know, we, we know already the Torah that the whole world sings the word song, the word, the, the song wrong, Besides my girls, they, they actually correct everyone now. And when we sing it in the car, even they sing it right. You know what song, right? Yeah. 
So this is like, you know, Rabbi Nachman never said uh, the Iker is to not have any fear. He said the Iker is don't make yourself fearful. That's the way Rabbi Nachman said it. I'm sure many, many people had the chutzpah to go up to Rabbi Baruch Chait and tell him he made a mistake. I've held out all these years because I'm sure many did that before me and I'm sure he knows it. And it doesn't really matter. Hashem wanted it to be whatever the, whatever the reason is. But what the Rebbe said was not we know this. And Rabbi Nachman repeated this over and over and over again in his short 38 years of life in this world. Person decides, I'm going to kabel on myself to go weiter, to go deeper in my avodat Hashem. What's one of the things I'm going to do? I'm going to sleep longer because it's healthier now. That's usually not what people decide to do, right? Even though there is a chokhmah to it. But he says, when a person decides, I'm going to get up earlier, I'm going to go to Nates, I'm going to sleep less, immediately, miyad mefatauto hapachad, fear comes and seduces you. How? By throwing these darts into the hachlata you had, into the decision that you made. Really? You're going to be able to, hang, to, to, to do this? It's going to, Hashem wants you to be healthy. Like that famous line, God doesn't want you to suffer in this world. Right? God wants you to enjoy. God wants you to enjoy. You never heard that line? God just wants you to enjoy and have fun. Don't worry. God just, you know, you're, you're, YOLO. You only live once, which is completely not true, but just, you know, really? Those that live YOLO lives, they keep on coming, they have to keep on coming back. It's an amazing thing. Anyone that lives with a with a machshava of life is this. I mean, this is you know. It's hard for me because Mayor Bana has a song, Chai Pam Rak Pam. Right, Chai Pam Rak Pam. So we have to do a tikkun on that also. We we'll figure it out. What's that? <laughs> right. Keneged zeh bara benu laazirinu. Rabbi Nachman comes and warns us in that place. You do what you feel you have to do. Not only will nothing happen to you, the fear will fade away. And I think that's a very important thing for us to realize, to take notice in our lives. If we want true tzmicha, growth, going to the next level, whatever that means, you have to be able to be vulnerable enough to even like, uh, maybe even be okay with laughing at yourself over things that were, you were very fearful of, only to be able to realize, not only are you not fearful, fearful of that anymore, that fear doesn't exist. It's not part of your life anymore. It's not part of your reality. It doesn't stand as a, as a seducer at the door anymore. Before, between you and the act of Kedusha you want to engage in. It's not there anymore. But we have to take time. We always want to lead Kadem. And, but the way to really realize it, to, to help us today, to prevent ourselves from sinking deep into certain Pchadim. I just want you to know, as I'm saying this, it's like, 
I hope no one thinks that I have conquered. I'm just sharing. I'm, I'm, t- I'm mamash talking to myself more than ever right now. When we, when we speak about this, about these pchadim, you have to be able to go back. And, and it might be a little bit hard and sting a little bit. Because you just want to be done with that yucky thing you went through. It's, I know, it's not naim to go back to moments that we're not proud of. And only we know this about ourselves. Things that have consumed us with fear. To go back and realize, I was so scared how that was going to end up. I was so scared that my child would be affected from this thing, that thing. We all made it through. The pachat's not even there anymore. Yala, weiter. You know what happens to you? I think you're instilled with be'emet, walking with Hashem. It becomes a real thing in your life. You're walking with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You're going through life literally with Hashem Barach. When you, but you have to be able to go back and realize, I've been, I was there, been there, done that. I know what that's like. Not only am I not scared anymore. He's saying the fear itself is gone. I'm not scared of that anymore. You have nothing on me. Yeah. I go as far as to say is that as soon as this feeling of fear appears. That it's a sign that you should jump right into it. <laughs> I'm saying, I feel like, because it's so unusual. I feel like it's so weird. But the pakad is something that you should steer clear from. I feel like usually, most often, when it appears, it's a sign that you should go deep. Mm-hmm. That there's something there that you really, that's made for you. Adina, I'm going to challenge you. Go right in. Go right in. I'm going to challenge you, okay? Okay. You and Moish get offered to become the Rav and Rabbanit of Tkoa today. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I hear what you're saying. Bemet, I do, and norm, and bem, it's. I think it's true. Like most of the time, you, it is bemet. It's what you're saying. But there are moments, especially in places of leadership, and you brought a dogma of someone that took on way too much and came out fried and has confused a lot of people because there was no pachad. Well, there was no you. Oh, well, Maybe there was ego. Both. Yeah. Both. Yeah. There was no... <laughs> this happened, by the way, this has happened many times in life, you know? This has happened many, many times, over and over again, but there, th- therefore, sometimes it is okay to be thankful that the pachad, or the, I would say then it becomes yira probably, that the yira says to me, no, 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 not because you, you're not holy enough, you can't, it's a it could be, it could be, sometimes, but generally you're right, but you have to die again, like Lori said, you have to, and ma'asot, this is what tefillah is about, Just, you have to dive in so hard to know Mamash, where that nickel? There are plenty of people that have agreed to take on positions that it's so clear that they really shouldn't have. Really, really shouldn't have. But there's no year on their life that tells them maybe this is not for me. So right now they're still in the pardes and they haven't come out yet. 
Who knows what it's going to be like if they ever come out? I don't know. I think also as a parent, like when he said that if he had... Did you read that? Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't... Ben Yachin. He would send him at night to do it, but like... It's always a dilemma. Like, how much do you scare your kid that in order to protect them, like that they'll have a fear of crossing the road or how much you... Sexual abuse or... That's like a, I think the biggest one. Mm-hmm. How much do you instill the fear in them in order to right. protect them? And how much? Yeah. Healthy, healthy yeah. How many? How many of you have given the keys to your children when they got the first time they were able to drive? No. Terrified what is that? Yeah. What is <laughs> that like? You didn't know, Miriam. <laughs> it's it's you did it. It's it's pachade. It's pa- I mean, I could just imagine. When they want you in the car with them. When, when, especially when they want you in the car with them. When you have to have, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, no, you're right. I should have, I should have, uh, I should have explained more that sentence. I, I just read it through, but Rabbi Nachman says, if I, he said, if I had an, but you know why? But you know why he said that? Do you know why he said that? Do you know why he said that? Because he did that. He, he's living proof that the fear does not have to but be. you could only do that if you have Emunah. Right. But you really say, believe, he really believes... Nachon, nachon. You have to clarify the fear. There could be situations where I should be afraid of Hashem if I'm doing mm-hmm. this. If I'm taking a leadership position for the wrong reasons. That, that's the fear trigger. If it's not there, then... ישתבחנה, <laughs> 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 <laughs>